day to you all. This is your favorite transformational speaker, say Brian Robert Koga. Welcome to another episode of the Motivational Drive on Shalom FM, your number one Christian inspiration, motivational, transformational radio station. I really hope you're having a wonderful day. If not, I'm just about to make it better for you. You see, um. It's been a wonderful week on my side. Uh, we've been through a bit of a challenge, tough times over here in South Africa, Cape Town. Um, but we are happy. Finally, the churches are opening up. We're able to meet, to worship. We miss gathering together of the saints to join in prayer. You know, when you are at home watching on live stream or listening to the bishop or the pastor preach, it's different from actually being in church. So we're actually excited to be able to meet again. Uh, Shalom FM is at command of Faith Miracle Ministries worldwide and it's housed at our headquarters over here in Cape Town. But we have so many branches all over the world. You can visit the website for Shalom FM. It's www.shalomfm.org. 
org or you can send a whatsapp to plus two seven eight one zero two six nine eight six eight just to get a basic uh, know-how where one of the branches might be so that you can probably visit us for one of our services. Now, today I really have something special for you. Um, there's a question that um, someone asked. Someone was complaining about um, the current situation they find themselves in, what they are getting in regards to earning what they have, even the car they drive, the house and family. And then someone said, okay, I hear you complaining about your income. I hear you complaining about your business. I hear you complaining about this. But really tell me, what do you want? What do you want? And the person said, I want more money. Then they gave him a dollar and said, here's a dollar. Is it more money? A dollar, a dollar more than what he had is actually more money. But simply because we don't really know what we want and thus we really have no right to complain about what we're getting. Because as long as you don't know what you want, then what you're getting is good enough. But is it really good enough? Look at what you currently have. Look at the situation you find yourself at. Look at what you are currently experiencing, the life that you're living, and ask yourself, is that really what I want? If I had the ability to choose and be able to make things happen for myself, what type of life would I want? What life would I really, really want? Now, this is a very deep question that you really must think about. What do you want in regards to your finances, in regards to your family, in regards to your business, in regards to the life that you now live? What exactly do you want? You can never really hit a target which you do not see and that is the truth of the matter. So if your want is general then you get general results. If your want is I just want something better Something can be anything, and because anything, usually anything is just anything, it doesn't really give you the satisfaction. So you really have to think about it and ask yourself, what do I really want? Um, there's a story of a small boy who was running, and he was really, really running fast. He was running so fast, and he got to the policeman and he asked the policeman, Say, can you give me the directions? Can you show me the way? Then the policeman said, I can show you the way, but you must tell me where you're going. Then the boy said, I'm going anywhere. Then the policeman said, if you're going anywhere, then any direction will take you there. So many a times we are in such a hurry to achieve things, to get things in this life, but we don't really know exactly what we want. So anything that we get is basically uh, good enough, but it's not good enough because we know we deserve better. We know we can actually do better, and we know that we can actually have better. Um, this is the story of so many of us. This was the story of my life where I was so much in a hurry to attain certain things that I thought would give me satisfaction and joy. And once I had them, I discovered that it was there was more to life than that. So you really have to to define life, define what you want, define your life according to yourself, your experiences, your knowledge. Find out what will work for you. You see, many of us are trying to copy certain people. We are trying to live a life that is really not ours and thus we end up being miserable. That's why someone said that many of us, all of us, everyone is born unique, but we die as miserable copies because we are trying to be everybody else. 
But if we can only decide who we are and accept ourselves and love ourselves as we are and begin to work on ourselves to change ourselves, our situations, then everything else changes. <laughs> everything else changes. It's really not what happens to us that determines how we, how we are. It's how we react to what has happened and how we react is highly dependent on who we are or who we think we are. Now, if someone insults you, if someone calls you a dog, and in your heart you choose to decide and to accept that I am a dog, then that makes you a dog. But if someone says you are a dog, but deep down in your heart you know you're this beautiful, amazing, handsome person, then no matter how many times they say you are a dog, it won't, it won't hit a nerve within you. So therefore, it's about you. It's about you. It's about you. You have the power and capacity to decide how far you go. And God will always give you the grace to go as far as you have decided. So decide. What do you want? What do you really want in this life? Many a times Jesus would see someone who was blind and would look at look unto them, he would look at them and would look at them, he's, he's paralyzed, he can't walk or whatever, he's sick or whatever. And Jesus would ask the question, what will you have me do? What do you want? But he can see that this person is blind, he can see that this person is hungry, this person is lying down, they can't walk. But he asked the question, what do you want? The reason why Jesus asked, what do you want, is he wants, do you really, really want what you want? Do you really, really want it? And they would reply, Master, if only you could make me well, if only I could see, I want to see, I want to walk, I want to live. And then Jesus would bring about healing. God cannot take you in a place that you have never set yourself in your own mind. That's why the Bible in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You might not have seen it and experienced it, but in your head you've seen it. In your head you've been there. And therefore God will help you to move towards that. Now, if you decide to go to a certain place, let's say you decide to go to Hawaii, the beautiful island of Hawaii, you have to actually see in your own mind being in Hawaii before you actually step on the grounds of Hawaii. You can never just wake up automatically in Hawaii if you've never really decided you need to go to Hawaii. So what do you really want? And today we have an interesting case study. I've got two case studies from the Bible, um, from, the book of, um, from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 8, I'll read from verse 43, 48. And keep this in mind. It's about what do you want. Now, when you know what you want, when you really, really know what you want, where there's a will, there's always a way. And when you really want, know what you want, then nothing can hold you back from going for what you want. Yes, there will be obstacles along the way. Yes, there will be, you know, things that may force you to change directions and all but you get there. It's like um, I've I've driven um, I've been a taxi driver at certain points in my life, um, and I remember that if I was going to a place that I did not know, we are blessed to have. Back in the day, they used to have a map 
So what the map would do is the map would show them exactly where they are and it would show them the route that they can, the alternating routes that they could take to get to wherever they wanted to go. But now we have GPR, GPRS, we have Google Maps. So what you simply do is you punch in your destination and say, um, I want to go to Command of Faith Miracle Ministries in Cape Town. So it will ask you, is that you, you have to confirm, is that where you want to go? And then you say yes. And then it will automatically calculate the quickest route. Either you're going to go via the quickest route or you're going to go a different route, the safest or whatever, with less congestion, with less traffic on the road. But as you're going, the GPRS will tell you 10 left. Okay, next robot, you must take a right, whatever. It will give you the directions to move you towards where you need to go. But as it's moving you or giving you the directions, you are the one who's driving the car. And when you get to a place, let's say the road is closed, there's a breakdown in the road and there's no way you can pass, the GPRS will tell you no there's a roadblock in front, so therefore we cannot go forward. We must take an alternative route, turn, or you might have to turn back and come a different route. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to get to your destination. It will get you to your destination. Such is life. God has created human beings in an amazing, amazing way that whatever destination you accept as your destination, with 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 or without you certainly attain it for as a man thinketh in his heart so is he if you decide in your mind that you are not good at maths no matter how good the teachers are or the school is you will fail in maths not because maths, it, maths is hard mathematics is hard no simply because you have allowed yourself you have set a limit upon yourself that refuses no matter how hard you try I remember the story that I recently heard of a salesman who said that I am a 10,000 person. So what would happen is every month he would sell all his, he would do whatever, he would sell his items, his products, and he would always hit his target, 10,000. As long as he hit 10,000, that was it. Even when they did marketing campaigns and everybody else was selling more and more, him, he only stopped at 10,000 because he said, I'm a $10,000 person. So what you accept to believe in yourself, what you accept to believe your worth is what you certainly get. That is why Romans 12 says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. When God created man, he created man in his very image and he gave him dominion and said, multiply, replenish the earth, fill the earth. You know, we all know what God invested in us. Yet we become our own worst enemy by setting limiting beliefs. We decide to look at what is around us and we, we accept it as a permanent situation. Yet many of us are making permanent decisions in a temporary situation. The world is ever changing. The world is ever rotating around the sun. We are not... We are constantly improving and constantly growing and dying. You have to choose. Are you going to remain as you are? Because if you remain as you are, the world will, let, will leave you. The world will really leave you. So what do you really, really want? Now, I said that we're going to read from the book of Luke. Um, Luke chapter 8 from verse 43 to 48. Um, I'll read in your hearing. It says, And a woman having an issue of blood... 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, 
came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stenched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and thee around you, they press unto you, and why do you ask who touches me? And Jesus said, Someone has touched me, for I perceive that power is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he answered and said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made you well. Go in peace. Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made you whole. Go in peace. And the other that we want to read is from the book of uh, Mark chapter 2 from verse 1. Um, and then I'll read from verse 10 to 12. It reads, And again he entered into Capernaum. After some days it was noised and that he was in the house. And straight away many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing him one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come near unto him for the press, they covered, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when, when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy men lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting thee and reasoning in their hearts, Why does this man thus speak blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they saw reason within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason you these things in your heart? Whether it is easy to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he says, Not said no to the sick, he has said to the sick of the palsy. Verse 11 I say unto you, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thy house. Verse 12 And immediately he arose took up the bed and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it in this fashion. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. May you just have a short prayer. Our Father art in heaven, Lord, we thank you for your word, which is a lamp and a light unto our feet. Lord, even as we go through this episode of the Motivational Drive on Shalom FM, we pray that you may speak to unto us, that you may minister unto our situations, unto our life, and that through your word our lives may be changed and we may be all that you intended from the creation of the world. We thank you for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the topic for today is what you really want. Now, these two stories that we read are very familiar in, in the incidents and the way things happened. Uh, the first one was the story of the woman with the issue of blood. So the Bible says that this woman had been sick for 12 years with an overflowing of blood out of her body to the extent that she had used up 
all her money trying to go to different doctors, trying to go to different places to get medical attention. And because of that, probably her family had neglected her, people had given up on her, and that she had gotten to a point where she felt like there was no hope for her. But yet when she heard the story of Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, Jesus of Nazareth, the one who went about all the world doing good, preaching the good news, healing, bringing healing and deliverance to all, she decided that probably that is her way out. That is where she will find her healing. Now, she went to Jesus. And the Bible says that because Jesus was well known, everybody wanted to be close to Jesus. Everyone was following Jesus. There were crowds round about him, all busy going wherever Jesus was, listening to the word. Some were bringing their sick children or sick relatives to come for healing. You know, a lot was going on. Jesus was always busy. There was always crowds around him. And yet this woman knew that what she wanted was healing. Now, remember what I said, that you have to really know what you want. Because if you do not know what you want, you end up settling for even less when God can give you. Someone said that we settle for crumbs from the master's table when God, the master, has given us a chair on the master's table. So you have to choose to say, where do you fit in in the whole equation of God? God has loved us. He called us his, his children. We're called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yet when we God called us, he promised to restore whatever he has lost. God promised to give us life and life in abundance in the book of John, John 10, verse 10. Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. But the abundance that God wants to give us is us having to play our part. This woman, there was healing for everyone. Jesus has the power, the power to heal everyone who was sick. But this woman had to actually do the initiative to move herself from wherever she was. But in her head, this woman, now the, the issue of this woman, this woman has been sick for 12 years. She has been in that situation to the point that it many people accept their situations as if they are permanent situations. Yet situations can change. Sometimes I believe that you have to be you have to be disobedient to accept things as they are you have to choose to accept that things can be better for you and to choose and to want something better because if you want something better you find ways you find means and you pray and ask god and god will open doors for you but if you accept to keep yourself in the dark god will not show you the, the door Many people are stuck in, in, a, in a room that is dark, without food, without nothing. Yet the door is right there, but they're just not willing to look for the door. For if you don't look for something, the Bible says that search, search, seek for me. If you search for me with all your heart, your mind, your body, and so I shall be fine by you. So you have to do the searching and to search within yourself. To search within yourself what God has planted and invested in you. You have to know what you really want and to go to God and say, okay, God, this is what I want. And whatever you want, you have to align it with the will of God. Because God will never give you anything that will destroy you. God will give you something that will build you. For the plans that God has are plans for you to prosper, to give you hope and an expected end. So this woman... No matter what the situation was, she refused to accept it as it, as it was. 
I think it was L. Nightingale who said that the people who make it in this world are people who look for the circumstances that they want to create certain things. And if they can't find the circumstances, they create the circumstances to get what they want. So <laughs> it's, it's really not, it doesn't mean that you settle for whatever you're given. If it's not worth who you are, you, choose, you can choose to refuse it and to say, I want more and begin to move. But how do you get more? You get more by taking the action, by having the faith and believing that God created you for more and having the faith to say, I'll go out into the world and get what rightfully belongs to me. What rightfully belongs to you. So this woman, though she had been sick for many days, she had used up all her money, all her resources. So it's really not about the resources. It's really about being unresourceful. You can say, I don't have money to start my business, but there are people with money who don't know where to invest. You go to them, you approach them and say, this is what I want. This is the business idea that I have. And you sell it to them. You have to sell your own dream to yourself, your dream to should be your passion. You should be angry for what you want to the point that the people who see you, they will see that this person is on a mission. Everybody on a mission, someone wants to join. <laughs> the reason why people sometimes run away from um, us is simply because we don't have anything going on in our lives and we don't have any... If the moment you have something bigger in mind, you get bigger resources coming your way. There are so many things available in this world for whatever you need. It's just that we don't know exactly what we want. So this woman decides in her head to break out of the box of limitation, to break out of the box of sickness, of disappointment. You have to break out of the box and you have to have faith in God. You have to believe that all things are possible with God. It may be impossible with men, but all things are possible with God. He who can see the impossible can hold, can make happen that which we think is impossible. The word impossible is simply two words joined I am possible. I am possible. I am possible. That's, there's no such word as impossible. I am possible. Whatever you have in mind, the other time we spoke about dreams are possible. But you have to know what you want. Know what you really, really want. And when you know what you want, know why you, why you want it. Because if your reasons are not strong enough, then you will not have the willpower to get what you want. I hope this makes sense. This woman was tired of her sickness for 12 years. She had the issue of blood and she was tired and she really wanted to find healing. She had gone out of her way to use all her resources, going to different doctors, different medical facilities, trying to find ways. She really, really wanted this with her heart and she wanted to be well. She wanted it. A reason for being well was maybe so that she could go back to her family. The reason why she wanted it was so deep that she was willing willing to go through the she was willing to go through the crowds she was willing to do that which was which was called unworthy. For remember that in those days in the nation, the women were actually not supposed to be among the crowds. The woman with an issue of blood was not even supposed to be near the temple or near the city. Yet she defied all things to go to Jesus. So I'm saying that if you want your dream and you have a strong enough reasons, if your vision is big, the obstacles will soon disappear because all you can see is the end goal. 
So whatever comes your way, you you won't say it. Yes, it's it's not going to be easy. Sometimes it's not easy, but because you want it badly, it's like a child. A small baby, when she decides she wants your car keys and you refuse with those car keys, she's going to cry until her voice finishes for those car keys to the point that you say, okay, here are the keys. You have to want it. And what price are you willing to pay? What are you willing to do to attain exactly that which you want? What are you willing to do? You have to dare to dream. You have to have a dream. But after you open your eyes from dreaming, you have to dare to take action. You have to take action. You have to take the steps. Now remember the example that we gave that even if you have a map and the map shows you exactly how to get where you want, as long as you don't lift your leg to make the first step, you will not get there. No matter how you good the map is or no matter how precise the, the Google map is or no matter how fast your car is as long as you don't turn the car key on and drive you will not get there so you have to take the action so this young woman took the steps she went she went now now the funny thing about it is um, Jesus was surrounded by so many people and I'm sure that some of them had headaches, some of them were not feeling well, some of them had relatives that were not feeling well, but none of them went to Jesus to ask for healing. Many a times we think that we are walking together when actually we are not. In this world, we think we are competing with everybody else, but we're not. We, are we should be competing with ourselves. We should be constantly improving ourselves. You see, in the crowd, there were so many people, but everybody had their different reasons for following Jesus. Even in our churches, don't everyone else has their reasons for coming to church. Sometimes you need to focus on what you want and who you, why you're there and to really focus on it because it's easy to get distracted by the crowds. It's easy to get intimidated by what is around you. Yet, um, I always laugh with my... Some of my fellow friends who went ahead of me uh, in regards to worldly achievements when I was still back in university, some of them had graduated already and having cars and having, you know, all whatever you think is. is, is. And then when I, when I, when I, at first I felt like I was left out. And then I realized that this world is really not a hundred meter dash. It is a marathon. Many times we think we are left behind, yet our stories are different. I am the author and I am the director. I am the main actor. I am the one in my own movie, my own film. And I am the one who decides the role that I'll play. And I am the, the one who decides whether I'll be a hero or a villain. I am the one who decides how my life is going to end. And I have to know what I want. And I always laugh at them and say, you know what? You guys thought you went ahead of me, but I'm coming to overtake you. 
I'm coming to overtake you. I'm overtaking you one by one, not by might or by power, but by the grace of God, by his spirit. You see, when God invests something beyond you, something great, of which God has invested greatness within each and everybody, sometimes it takes a lot of digging deep down for you to get it. Um, I'll make a, a very silly, funny example. It's like um, someone who makes clay pot. They don't need to dig so deep to find the clay to make their pots. But someone who has, who is a, a goldsmith, they have to dig deeper into the ground to get the gold. And someone who gets diamond, they might even have to go even deeper or whatever. And they still have to go through a process of refinement. So sometimes you on your own are going through a process of your own of refinement. You cannot compare brass to gold. You are not brass. You are gold. And therefore, sometimes the fire that you're going through is only to remove the impurities and you come out as fine gold. So always know that and accept that and ask God to really help you. God to open your eyes so that you can understand that certain situations that happen in our life are only there to teach us to be better, to improve us, to help us. For God is faithful, who will not let anything above and beyond you come upon you. But with every trial, tribulation, temptation, God will make a way for you to escape. So this woman, though having suffered for 12 years, though having finished all her money, her resources, yet she had faith, she believed that there's healing for her and she went to God in faith. She took the action. She did whatever it took. And the amazing thing is she never actually had a conversation with God. She simply had faith. Faith to say if I touch the hem of his garment, if I just touch his garment, I'll be made whole. I'll be made well. Jesus said that if you have faith as small as a mustard mustard seed, and you say to this mountain, you mountain be moved and fall into the sea, the mountain shall obey. Faith as small as a mustard seed. Faith. So if you're really struggling with faith to believe that God can give you exactly what you want, then your prayer should be, Lord, increase my faith. Help my unbelief. Help my doubt. I know that you are faithful. He who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. So the woman, she maneuvers through the crowds. The crowds that are following Jesus and yet are not getting miracles. Don't be among those who just follow Jesus but do not actually attain an experience and attain the miracles that God has for them. (laughs) You have to be hungry for God. You have to hunger and thirst for righteousness. You have to really want it for God to give you. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I remember the story of uh, of the monk, of the young man who went to a monk and said, I want to be a monk. And the monk said, are you really sure you want it? Then the young man said yes. Then he said, okay, let's go to the river. So they went to the river, and when they got to the river, they all walked into the river. And this young man was asking, why are we going to the river? They said, if you want to be a monk, come with me. And then when the monk looked at the young man, just somewhere when they were deep down, he put the boy's head into the water. And the boy was struggling to breathe. The boy was struggling. And 
he would come out and the monk would push him again into the water to the point that the young man was about to collapse and then he took him out and then he said, do you really, really want to be a monk? The young man said, not yet. I still need to experience life. So how bad you want it? Many a times we say we want certain things, but when something happens to distract us, we end up forgetting even our dream. I remember in high school, um, we all wanted to come out with flying colors, A+, plus, excellent, excellent, and all. But when, let's say, a soccer game came on TV, many of us would be busy running to watch soccer while others were studying. So how bad do you want what you want? What price are you willing to pay? This woman did whatever it took and she had the faith to believe that God was going to heal her. She only needed to touch the hem of his garment. That was all in her head. No one told her or instructed her. She had that type of faith. And when Jesus, when she touched Jesus, the Bible says that immediately she was healed. And when she was healed, Jesus asked, power went out of me. Yet the crowds were round about him. And Peter says, Jesus, how can you ask who touched me when everybody else is touching you? When everybody else, there's a crowd around us. You Obviously, someone will touch you. But Jesus, they do not understand that not everyone who's following Jesus is having an experience with Jesus. You have to decide to have an experience, a personal relationship with God. It's about you. You have to pray for yourself. You cannot expect only for your pastor, your bishop to pray for you. You pray for yourself. You have to read the word of God. Not only wait to hear the word of God once a week, but you have to study the word of God yourself. For faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you have to really read the word of God, pray to God, and really know why what you want because God will never give you that which you do not want what do you really want Abraham wanted a son he wanted a child and God promised that I'll make you the father of the nations but yet there was no son for him but he believed God he knew that he who promised was faithful to the point that at 100 years Abraham was able to hold his only son I don't know how long you've been in that situation how long your dream has been forfeited how many times you have failed how many times you have been broken hearted but God will make a way there's always a way out in Christ Jesus God is able to make a way where there's no way this woman was healed because of her faith. And Jesus says, and she comes before Jesus and says, Master, I'm sorry. It was me who touched you. I've been sick for many days and I knew that if I just touched you, I was going to be made whole. I did not even need to touch you. Just your cloth was going to bring healing to me. And truly, I can see the confirmation of that faith that I had. And Jesus says to her, I have never seen such faith. Because of this faith, go well, go in peace. You are made whole. What do you want in this life? If you want it badly enough and you're willing to say, out God, to search out to do whatever it takes, to put in the work, to put in the research, to do the work, to look at those who have attained it and to say okay, how did they do it and to ask God to give you the grace and the help, you get it you get it, you get it Les Brown 
in one of his seminars, sermons, one of his talks, he says, if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day to work day and night for it, to give up your sleep and your time for it, if neither target, cold or rain can stop you from attaining what you want, with the help of God you attain it. It's just, I just paraphrased, but you get the point. You have to want it, irregardless of what is going on in the world, irregardless of circumstances and situations, irregardless of the people around Jesus. But if you want that healing, you have to make the steps. You might have to crawl under the people's feet. They may step on you, but you don't stop. You keep going forward. You keep going forward until you touch Jesus and your healing comes upon you. And it's possible. Whatever dream you have, it's really possible. I'm living my dream every day. <laughs> I'm really living my dream every day. And it's really amazing to see that something that you saw in your head, something that you envisioned is actually a reality. Me being able to come to Shalom FM to speak like this was once a dream. <laughs> It was once a dream. And because I'm doing this and you're actually listening to my voice, then this is the confirmation that you need that dreams are possible. Dreams come true. How many people in this world have you seen that have risen from nothing to attain greatness simply because they did not accept things as they are, but they moved out of their way. They did, They started to think outside the box. They broke the box and decided to go against all norms and beliefs and standards and went exactly for what they wanted but they knew exactly what they wanted and they got it because if you know what you want you get it the reason why we don't get what we want is we don't know exactly what we want i've asked so many people this question that what do you want and people always run away from the question what do you want i think the reason why people are afraid to answer that question is because we have been disappointed so many times to the point that we no longer believe that we are deserving of say exactly what we want but who is deserving the people that we envy do they deserve it do they what have they done that we cannot do for us also to attain the same thing that they have attained we are stopped by our own limitations, not by the world or by anything else. Because there are no limitations for dreamers, for those who are willing to go out of their way to make things happen. There's no limitation. We recently celebrated uh, Richard Branson. As a child, he knew that he wanted to one day go into space, and he accomplished that dream. Everything that he has done, his whole life has been building himself towards this dream and he made it happen. So therefore, because he could be able to attain his dream, you really need to know that also your dream is possible. We talk of the likes of Oprah. Oprah lost, she was an orphan at 13, she was... Uh, she was raped by different people within her family and, you know, community. And she got pregnant and the baby died. And afterwards, she was devastated. She thought of killing herself so many times until she met someone who showed her that, no, 
God is so much more for her that your experiences do not really determine how you end up. For the beginning may start on a bad note, for the beginning may be small, but God, the end shall be great. The end shall be great. God makes all things beautiful. And now she's one of the richest women in the world simply because she decided to refuse to accept things as they are and she began to move outside and she had the faith that she can actually deserve more. And because of her experiences, she decided that no one should have to go through what she went with through. So it wasn't just about her. It was about the contribution that she wanted to give and to do in the world. Now, the second story that we read is about a man who was uh, paralyzed in his legs. He was, he was sick of the palsy. And this man was probably lying in the house, somewhere sick, having given up hope without a solution and a means to be able to walk. But his friends, the Bible says that his four friends came to him and they heard that Jesus was in Capernaum. Jesus was close by to where they stayed. And they decided to carry him on a bed. And they went towards Jesus so that Jesus could just touch or say a word of healing. And this man will be healed. But what happened is, what happened is, as they were going, because everybody wanted to be close to Jesus and everybody was following Jesus, no one really, there was no room enough in the small house for them to be able to have access to Jesus. You see, if you have a dream, and you don't really have the faith to say it's possible, you need to find people who believe it for you. You need the right people. You need the right friends. Friends who go out of their way for you. Friends who go out of their way to help you. But it begins by you being a good friend. It begins by you going out of your way for other people. No one will go out of your way if you don't actually go out of your way for others. Love yourself as you love others. You have to love others. Um, I think Dale Carnegie in How to Influence and Win Friends, he says that um, you don't go out into the world looking for friends. You go out into the world to become a friendly. You become so friendly to the point that you attract friends. So this man was lying on his bed, but his friends did all the work for him. They got to the house, and the house, there was no room of entry. Again, there were so many crowds. Don't think that the people you're working with, you're all going in the same direction. At the end of the day, we may be a couple, but when you lie on your bed, it's you yourself alone. It's you with your thoughts. So you have to see, you have to choose who you're going to be and what you want, and you have to say, okay, as much as we can be friends, we can be, but at the end of this day, where am I going with you? And sometimes we have to let go of the people that are holding us back. We have to let go of the bad so that we can get those who are good. We have to let go of the good so that we can get better. And we have to let go of what is better so that we can get something more excellent. Sometimes we have to make necessary sacrifice to get exactly what we want. You cannot feel, you cannot put more in a cup that is already full. But what is in your cup? Is it exactly what you've always wanted? It may necessarily mean having to empty it all and to say, God, fill me up. Fill me up till I overflow. And so, 
they go to the house where Jesus is busy preaching the word. And as they get there, there's no room of entry. Again, remember, there's always obstacles for us to get to what we want or to get to our destination. Yet, if the vision is greater, the obstacles along the way, they lose their power. The only reason why fear of the future seems to be so much in this world is because we have never thought of the future, that the future is ours. You see, if you want to see your future, then all you need to do is to see what you're doing currently in the present. For whatever you're putting in today is what you will reap tomorrow. So if you have to envision your future so much better than it is, because that's what God promises. God promises a future for the plans that God has are plans for us to prosper, to give us hope. They are plans to bring about goodness in our lives. And therefore, whatever we're experiencing now is not a permanent situation, but God can change it. And we have to decide to partner with God and do whatever it takes. So they get to the door and there's obstacles. There's so many people to the point that they've got no access to Jesus. But where there's a will, there's always a way. Whatever you need in this world, there's always a means. Something that you really want with all your heart, somebody else has it and they don't care about it the same way that they do and they'll throw it away. They'll give it to you for free but you have to want it and you have to find means and ways to get to it. So they get to the house and the house is so full. They even ask can we? Can you please make way? Can you please make way? But no one is willing to make way. It's not going to be easy. Sometimes you get so many no's to the point that you end up giving up. You send out so many CVs applying for different jobs and no one gets back to you, but you don't give up. You keep putting in the work. Put, put, keep going for interviews. Keep going. Keep, keep um, canvassing for businesses. Keep selling your dreams to those who think you will buy and one day you get that yes. And once you have that, yes, you should know that many more can come out of it. So you keep going, you keep at it. The reason why I'm able to do what I do today is I never gave up on it. It was not easy. It's still not easy, but still, because I keep at it and I keep working on myself, I keep having the faith that God is going to even open more bigger platforms for me to speak. And therefore, God does that. Faith, faith is really the evidence of things up for the substance of things not seen. You may not see it today, but if you see it in your head, you can attain it. Walt Disney built the greatest fun park in the world. People travel all over the world, but he died without seeing it. And when the wife, when they, when they gave a speech to say, okay, we wish that Walt Disney had seen this place, the wife said, no. He's seen it already. He's seen it so many times in your head. You cannot hit a target which you have not seen or have not set in your own mind. You have to see it. I play basketball. You can never shoot a ball into that hoop unless in your head you shoot, you release it from your hand and you see it flying. And as it flies, it gets into the basket and it hits the whoop and everybody stands up clapping hands. You have to see it actually before it happens. When I wake up in the morning to say today I'm going for basketball, that's exactly what I see. I see myself shooting and scoring. I see myself winning and when I get on the court, it's not so hard. It's something that already has been 
memorized in my head. I've seen it in my head. So now the body will just do as it's instructed. Remember that whatever the body does, it is done according to the instruction of the mind. If you are about to fall, you don't need to think that I need to let go of my hands to hold the floor. Your mind will do that exactly. But that instruction has been given once. As you were a baby, when you were falling down, you learned that I don't need to fall with my face. I can just put my hands and then I, my hands will save my face. So therefore now you don't need to keep instructing your body to do that. Your body does that automatically. So therefore, if you register in your mind that your dream is possible and you see it so many times you believe it and you don't just believe it but you believe that God who promised will make it happen then whenever it begins to happen it will manifest it will manifest so these guys got to the house and the house was so full there was no way but they, the Bible says that they went on top of the roof and they took out the roof and when they took out the roof they laid down they they got a rope and they slowly 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 put down the men before in front of Jesus no matter how big the obstacles are in your life if the vision is greater you won't see the obstacles when others see a river that is overflowing with floods someone will see a boat they will see the other side and those who see the other side will be able to cross over but those who only see the flooding river will sink because in their mind, they see themselves sinking. Remember what I say that um, if you decide that English is too hard for you, no matter how good your teachers are, it will not happen for you. So you have to decide to say what you want and to know that God will give you the grace. God will help you go as far as you want to go. I believe that today you really have been inspired and touched. This is Shalom FM, where there's always a way out in Christ Jesus. If you feel stuck now, remember that God will make a way for you. Um, remember to send us a message. The WhatsApp number is plus 2781-026-9868. Visit www.shalomfm.org for more lined up schedules for you to help you be all that you can. And really... God will bless you. God will help you. This is your favorite speaker. Say, Brian, have a blessed, wonderful day. Much love. Arise and shine for your light has come. Stay tuned for Brunch Time Motivational Talk Show only on Shalom 